Alright, alright. Okay, guys. We good? Got we it. here? God, I hope so. Okay. So, <laughs> welcome all back to the Journeyman Podcast. Come one. Come all. Thanks, Will. Yeah. It was good to be here. Well, th- thank you, Eric. Hola uh, to our international listeners. You mean the ones in Spain? <laughs> just the ones Not necessarily Spanish. Spain. Bonjour. And just the ones in Spanish-speaking countries, I suppose. I, I guess. For some reason, I felt like Mexico wasn't slightly, wasn't as international as just... Because it's close. It's just south. Bon, bonjour to our international listeners. There, that, that seems a bit yeah, better. Guten Tag. Bonsoir. Yeah. You know, ni hao. Uh, I konnichiwa. Annyeong. In four episodes, we went worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what the statistics say. I'm feeling and good they about, don't our, lie. about our growth projections. All right. Anyway, guys. So welcome back. Here, I'm Will, as you guys already know. And I got Scott, Eric, and Mike. We don't even get to Mr. introduce Worldwide. ourselves. No, we're doing it. So He's fucking hitting the gas. We're going very quickly. And do you guys remember? He's wrestled back control. What we did last week. I remember Eric took control of the podcast. Well, yeah. He, he had a military coup. It, it, it showed. He had a lot of the limelight. Was that last he? week? Like most military. I feel like that's been going on it, for a while. Like most military Shh, coups. Though, if you ignore them, they'll go away. It, it, it did not last long. <laughs> Okay. Will has imprisoned me. There might have been some violence. In the governor's mansion. <laughs> but I have all the bananas I can eat and uh, plenty of coconut rum. <laughs> all in all, things are not so bad. You have to eat them with the peel on. It's good for you. <laughs> I guess we'll just bring up that uh, if you guys aren't drinking, you guys should all go and drink. If have you're your, of legal have age. yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, and of legal conditions. Don't and drink if you're fucking... If you happen to if be... If it's 8 a.m. and you're... In Hawaii, Hopping in the car to go to somewhere. I say, grab do. yourself some Koloa. You do what you got to do to get through the white day. Rum, as I'm having. How do you like that white rum there? I just finished the coffee rum. I'll tell you. In a is this, oh, is, okay. Is this a liquor podcast or is this a damn fucking tabletop RPG podcast? Hey, why don't you tell me, Eric? What'd you do last uh, last week? Because you kind of ran that bitch. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. That that was insensitive. You ran that very fine lady. <laughs> I ran that lovely young woman. Men uh, can be bitches too. Well, Did I miss something last week? Uh, you're going to miss all of this on the goddamn cutting room floor. Hey, Will. So last week, it seemed like uh, it started with a bit of chaos. We had a, a situation in the city. The crane fell. Yeah, we did. And, uh, Was that last well, week? I don't remember. But while these two... <laughs> while these two uh, Taking it back. Saved lives. While these yeah, two... Like fucking heroes. Idiots That's ran around right. and tried to lift, lift a log for eight hours. I went around doing the police work. It didn't take eight hours, but it felt like it. I went around, I did some police work, and I found some dark truths, and then I assembled a, a ragtag gang around the city, and we're discussing shit. Right. As I recall, These, this we, rag- we left off in the hall Can I? Uh, oh, it, with Miss yeah. Scarlet coming in the door. Scarlet or Julie? With the pipe? I don't know. All right. So this ragtag group is not your actual party. No, you completely abandoned them. It wasn't abandoning. Uh All right. Listen, Will, Mm -hmm. you might not know this about me. Yes. I I don't get too close. I I know this about you. Listen, people come and go. Yeah, okay. Um, You said we were best friends. Listen, will we join later? (laughs) Best friends are patient. So I just want to really quickly check in with the other two um, before we get back to you real quick. There, Eric. Scott. I think it ended with me getting blackout drunk, correct? As per usual. Yeah, except this time you were just buying a guy a drink before you fell asleep. So you actually had control until you didn't start a fight. I didn't get in a fight this time. No. Okay. I mean, you're improving. You just need a few more meetings and you'll you'll finally kick that alcohol habit, maybe. I probably not. Probably not. <laughs> so 
And then Mac, how did uh, Mike? How did Mac do? Yeah. Uh, he did great. He yeah? did fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I remember. Really great I remember hear. everything he did. All right. What What do you guys? Well, let me just check in. How do you guys feel after you just saved those children? Right. It was children. Two of them. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he feels good about that. I do you guys remember are heroes. That. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. And to show, you guys started day drinking. Seriously. The whole town did. You just didn't join in. No, I had work to do. <laughs> well, those of us living in the fucking fast lane of life, we got no time for play. All right. Okay. Look, one of those kids could end up being the next president and also could be a day drinker. <laughs> you, yeah. you reached in between those logs and you saw a little face and you pulled it out. And you know that, who that person was? That was Barack Obama. The future leader <laughs> right there. All right. So just to recap some of the things that kind of happened with the other two, just real quick. Yes, you guys did save those people. It was great. You healed so many people, Mac. It was You did as many as you possibly could. It was great. Did you heal me? I don't know. <laughs> let's just let's act like you didn't. Yeah. Um, Wait. Yeah. You no. You healed foremans and children. I did heal a bunch of people. Yeah. You healed people that weren't him. And then Ruam, you you heard some rumors. You did you take notes on those rumors? I did take notes on those rumors. Great. I, I was drunk when I took notes on those rumors, but I took notes on those rumors. So as in character, as in person. Great. Moving forward. So now that we've gotten that aside, you guys kind of it's nighttime you are passed out or you're dealing your you're sleeping off drink uh room and you're handling religious things polishing your armor doing you know the daily preparations probably yeah. something yeah. like that uh moving on then so where we left off mm. siren was having a nice little drink and chatting with mort and you guys you had pushed the dagger dagger across pushed it back you found out that it was a plus one dagger of expert quality mm. um, which pretty, is a great intense. find it's it had a amethyst set into the uh i remember purple glint yeah the the butt of the dagger into the hilt so that's just all you know it's really fine but it's a very strong weapon so congrats and as you guys were <laughs> jesus christ and as you guys were just finishing up with that barging in through the door was Jewy. Ju- Jewy. Jesus Jewy. Christ. Take it again. Take it again. <laughs> Got Take that. the whole thing again. Got that. <laughs> we had the sound of fucking Scott's soul leaving his body. And then we had Will making racial epithets over here. <laughs> what soul? Cheers. So barging in through the front door was a, a very disheveled looking Julie. Hey, don't be don't be sexist. It's okay. She still looks cute. We're all working. <laughs> yeah. Um Frantically rushing in with a bunch of papers saying there was trouble. So let's cut back into that. Mm. So here it is. Uh, it's night. She's barging in, uh, proclaiming trouble, coming to the table, putting, you know, laying down all these papers. Uh, what are you up to, Saren? I think uh, Mort and I are back to our kind of usual spots now where we're like right. sitting across the table from one another. We both kind of stood up startled as soon as she walked in because we're both pretty tense. And very gentlemanly. Um, yeah, of course, nothing but manners. And uh, as soon as she came in saying there was trouble, say, um, I was just saying, yeah, sit down, uh, tell us what we've got. So I looked at all the papers that were left, uh, strewn about the office, except I couldn't find a few of them. Uh, the guard schedule and the proposed times that the merchants would be passing through, especially a certain, um, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say, but we have a very important guest returning from the Dwarven, Dwarven trade routes. Uh, so I'm... Is it I, No. 
I, I think perhaps we might have, I, I dare not say, but I feel like they're in trouble. That is kind of what I feared. But it was also weird that other things were just not where they were meant to be. Uh, just the writing desk was moved. Sand was everywhere. I, I don't, I'm not sure what, what they were doing. It doesn't make sense. Was anything of value taken? Just those papers. Mm. I'm going to look over to Mort and say, clearly this was ju not just a simple distraction to, you know, or simply malice to cause the crane to fall, but they were here for something bigger. And I'm going to turn back to Julie and say, we need to know this. <laughs> we need to know this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't work in this environment. <laughs> I'm going <clears> to... <throat> it tastes like rum. <laughs> I'm going to take it again. I'm going to take it again. We need to get a, a recording booth separate. I'm going to turn to her and say, um, I think at this point it's necessary that we need to know who this merchant was and then say... And then I'm going to add to that. I can promise that nothing will leave this room. It wasn't a merchant. Um, it was Prince Fortudo leading some emissaries to the nor to the dwarf trade uh, city to try and renegotiate deals, it seemed. At least that's what they said. Mm. Far be it for me to think about what you know the prince and the, the royalty might be up to. Uh, I'm just going to turn to Mort and say, I think I have a pretty clear picture of what's happening here. Any you do. additional thoughts? I've seen a great many things to know that sometimes what we want to see isn't what really is there, but what do you think's going on? This sounds like a certain organization was in need of information. They caused the distraction with the crane and took the information they needed about this um, guest coming into the city. My mind first leapt to that maybe a contract has been put on this person for political reasons or for social reasons. And it makes me think that we need to find this person's location and basically see what they know or who would want this information or who would want this person. If that's what you think, um, I'm far be it, you might know more, but I, from what I know of these organizations, I don't think that they'd be at odds. Mm. I mean, this person must, he's a prince. He must have value though. Right. I don't know how the royalty mixes with the the organization you were talking about, The Hand, was it? Yeah. I don't remember if you mentioned to him what the name of it was. I mean, he saw the symbol. If, we, I, if we both kind of knew and were talking about it, right. and we both know, he can he can he could say it, and I wouldn't be like, oh, how do you know? Well, no, I mean, like, I wouldn't say it unless you said it. Yeah, I so, guess. I have guess you I said it? Uh, probably to him, yeah, before Julie got there. Yeah. I think you were explaining it. But I don't want to force your hand if, if not. I just, it's, for some reason, I didn't take that note yet. Um, mm. I don't think that the hand would be, I'm not sure what they wouldn't want from the prince. Killing him would probably serve nothing, and kidnapping him won't do much knowing his father. Fair enough. Um, is there anything else we need to know? I'm the, turning to talk to Julie. I, I'm, I'm still trying to piece together everything. I feel like there might be something I'm missing. I don't. Like I said, I'm not sure why they moved things around if they all they wanted were the papers and everything was strewn about. Mm. Uh, but I, it could have just been they didn't know what they were looking for. I don't know. I, I would have to keep looking. It seems too coincidental. It's 
far be it from me to, you know, suggest orders or anything, but I think the best thing to do would be to scramble the guards in case the schedule was taken intentionally to avoid or to bring We're already people. changing the schedule, and we're not going to post a new one. And I would hold off on contacting the prince. We don't know when he'll come back in. We just have, like, a... An, a rough idea based yeah, on so, where he was going and how long he might be there. I wouldn't want someone to make this attack and then wait for us to send a message and then follow that message to him. Sorry, run that back me again, <laughs> SDM. I, I wouldn't want someone to be like, okay, let's make this big scene happen. Oh, they stole something related to the prince. We'd better send message to the prince to warn and then have bad people follow that message straight to the prince. Well, it wouldn't matter. We'd... They already know where the prince is, probably. If they've taken this, they know he he's ventured uh, east to Thaladun at this point. Is there anything else that you need from me or my band? Right now, I don't think there's anything... Unless you can find this person, I and I don't know if you could. Did you catch a description of him? Of who? Whoever did this, do you know? No. Uh, I don't have any idea who was rifling through the building or anything like that. Okay, well then, we can only just warn the guard to keep a lookout, but I don't think there's anything we can do if we don't even know what he looked like. Right. We'll just, you know, don't let the town become too, uh, you know, celebratory and ignorant of the dangers that are still out here. I'm used to raining bar sin. Well, I'll make sure that we stay vigilant. Okay. But as I could recommend then for what you guys could do, Based on what I know so far, Balin doesn't seem to be faring well. Yeah, I had planned that to be our next stop. Perhaps on the morrow? Yeah. If trouble does come to Caravan's respite, then we'll need allies nearby. Right. Um, I'm going to leave these documents with you real quick, uh, just in case maybe you might gleam something from them. I already uh, have copies of them. Spent a, that's why I took so long, but these were all that were still on the desk in case something might be of value. As much as I know, this is all I can do if you want to keep a lookout for this person. you Or if not, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. All right, I'll take a look. Um, and she gestures to the papers that are on the table at this point in time, and uh, if that's all, she says, uh, I must be... <laughs> Going, I'm sure Bars has probably gotten himself into trouble by now. Um, so yeah, as, I'll just yeah. thank her again then. And as she leaves, <clears throat> start to like pour over the papers and see if I can tell anything else. They're mostly mundane, very, very, just like the weather report of a certain day uh, about two weeks back. Another one uh, about one week, and then continuing for it's, it goes on for that for a bit of just certain things like that there's also some remarks about the people in town more like what they've done or accomplishments or like just seems sort of very much like the history uh mm -hmm. there are mentions of uh mort there are mentions of the you know captain of the guard almrick gray and there's also what was his name oh geez I, I don't want to look that up right now, but there's also mentions of the blacksmith. Okay. Uh, also of the innkeeper, Tom, and of Maven, the bartender. All right. Those are just the ones that are repeated quite often. Okay. I think I don't spend too long like reading over these, and eventually I'm just going to kind of 
collect them and thank Mort for the hospitality and say that I'll probably be off tomorrow to investigate the next place. As you go to leave, um, Mort, of course, uh, bidding you farewell and uh, wishing you safe travels, you know, mentions, if you ever need a helping hand, do not hesitate to come back to the Silver Wolf. All right. Can I give him like a good, strong handshake? Uh, yeah, sure. If you would like, you may roll a uh, strength check just to see how... I, uh, I want it to be one of those ones where you don't like grab hands like palm to palm, but you like grab forearms. <laughs> you know, like medieval handshakes. Yes. Uh, and, and so you go about and you do that. Uh, it's definitely done. I got an 18 on the dice. Well, I, th- I think you definitely did it. It was a very strong handshake. Uh, you should be proud. I am. <laughs> and right. then I'm heading back to the inn where I assume the rest of my party is. And then I'm going to actually, um, as I'm, if I can, heading up to the room, stop by um, Max just to kind of give him like a brief. So, Mac, you hear a pounding on your door. Scott, you want to do some foley? Mac goes to the door. Who's there? It's me. Ah. Unlatches it, opens it. <clears throat> As a note, just real quick, the black uh, blacksmith's name was Aylmer. Aylmer Gray. I was going to say it. No, Aylmer Gray is the... Aylmer. 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 Uh, <laughs> Why do all these names sound the same? Aylmer is the blacksmith. That's okay. It. I'm just saying it's me at the door, and then I'm assuming Mac's opening. Yeah. Uh, unlatched. Open the door. Uh, I've I've had the chance to learn uh, quite a bit about the accident that took place earlier today. New information? Uh, definitely wasn't an accident, and it's starting to seem like there was certain people with specific motivations behind it. Maybe it was used as a distraction to take information from the mayor's office. Matt kind of leans out into the hallway and looks up and down the hallway and says, maybe we should take this conversation in the room. All right, I'm going to step in then. You guys enter the room. <laughs> Great job, Will. Is Rome awake or is he asleep? That's up to Snoring. I... Scott, roll the dice. I'm going to roll. No, no, no. Scott doesn't make Come that on, decision. Come on, maybe dehydrate lows. Nah. <laughs> Come, Come on, guys. <laughs> how, drunk, how drunk were you, man? That's what he's rolling for, to figure out how many drinks he had out of 20. And that oh. determines whether he's asleep or not. <laughs> I, think, I think I already rolled that. I rolled a d6 and I had six. Six yeah, he was fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So you're knocked out. Yeah. All right, I'm out. All right, then yeah. Snoring. I'm going to come in and um and knowing that Mac appreciates fine weaponry, I'm and kind of, you know, you know, wanting to brag a little bit or show off. I'm going to reach into like behind my waist and uh whip out the emerald da- or emerald the uh amethyst dagger and like kind of spin it so that I'm holding the blade and then hand it to him and say, "Check this out." Mac takes it curiously, turning it over in his hands. This is very interesting indeed. Where where did you pick this up? It was on someone suspicious that I saw leaving the scene, and it's kind of what kicked this whole thing off. The scene of the accident? Yes. I believe them to be involved in something a lot bigger than Caravan's Respite. Did you did you speak with this person? Briefly. Siren. Um and what are you trying to uh, infer there, Mac? I just I know <laughs> I know uh, Siren. <laughs> I'm I'm, so- I'm not going to ask too many questions because I honestly don't want to know the answers. If I if I think I know, I, what think, I, think, that, I, I know. think that you and I have traveled enough that 
you know that there is kind of a lot in my past and most of it I don't talk about. Yeah. And so I'm just going to kind of like take the dagger back and say, none of that matters. The, what matters is that the town might be in danger. Somebody might be targeting these people or its guests. Well, then that is troublesome. Perhaps we shouldn't leave then. I actually think the best thing for us to do is to leave. I don't think we gain much by simply standing guard. It could be a day, it could be months, it could be a year. My thinking is that it's best to strike out and help Balin so that if the worst does come to Caravan's respite, we could have allies or at least people watching the roads ahead. I, I can see the wisdom in that. I, I admit I am anxious to get to Balin and see what type of problem they're dealing with there. Then, if Ruam is capable of travel by the morning, we'll set off, hopefully without further crane collapse. We'll we'll find a way to make him mobile. <laughs> All right, then I'm going to kind of just turn and leave the room, head back to my room, which is still empty since there's not another half-elf there. And um, I guess I don't sleep, but I'm going to do my four-hour meditation or whatever to get ready for the next day. It's so weird. Like, half-elves, elves, they've got to live, like, out of time, kind of, in a, on a weird schedule, because, what, four hours a night, that's it? Right. Every Most other, you know, unless you're living with other elves, most other people are going to be asleep. So what, you just mm. wander the streets in the we'll early the hours? Extra, like, the, four hours. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're, I think in general, especially with, like, Siren's background and growing up in his past, there is kind of, like, a tendency to actually, like, stay up much later than normal and then kind of once the dawn comes then do your quick four hours by then it's you know nine or ten a.m and then you can set off for the day yeah with so, the rest of the rest of the world yeah just like eric's normal sleep schedule right uh it, it also comes down to it that there are some forests in this world and most i guess that it gets so dark within the canopy that night and day are just sort of the same so it's not really, a, and so there are wood elves and such. So. Well, you know what? There's also some cities that are so polluted and thick with uh, urban turmoil that the sun also doesn't pierce are, through. Are you talking about Atlantis? And that it remains night permanently. Are you, are you talking about Atlantis? Talking about a lot of places. <laughs> talking about St. <Saint> Louis. <laughs> well, that's also true. Like that town in 30 days a night? Exactly. That was Alaska. So yeah. And that has to do with the, the rotation of the earth. Not pollution? God. Thanks, geography teacher. Not the over-industrialization of Alaska? No, it has to do with the fact that it actually doesn't actually see the sun because it's This is the, the best way. part of the podcast. It doesn't make any sense. So the earth is on a tilt. Nope. Oh, my God. Just the earth's flat. drink more. I'm trying. Quit giving lectures. I'm trying to drink Old more. man. So, yeah, I'm, I guess that, that what I mean by the time I leave Max, maybe it's, you know, night, maybe around 10 or 11, that I'm going to continue hanging around the inn, keeping an eye around the tavern, Maybe even like patrolling around the mayor's house and kind of wandering around thinking. And then once I see kind of like the first bit of the sky start to lighten up, I'm going to head back to the so, inn uh, and do my meditation until about 8 a.m. Well, as you come down to the inn, actually, it's, it's interesting. So uh, you actually spot that Tom is starting to, what's it, pack up, essentially, um, and put stuff away. But notices that you are not sleeping and goes... Long night? What's keeping you up there, Siren? Oh, these are normal business hours, Tom. 
Oh yes, you're kind. They don't sleep the normal way. No, and I've uh, kind of learned through my many years that often the middles of the night when people are sleeping is when the most can happen in a city. Mm. Well, not a city like this. Caravans are spites. Well, it's a bit of a respite from the normal, I suppose. Nothing really happens after night. Mm, well, not except in Maven's Tavern, but <laughs> that's just because it never closes. Right. But I'll be off, and, you know, I'll be returning. Well, stay safe. Thanks. Even if nothing happens, something could. Right. I appreciate the concern, and I'm heading out. Well, you haven't said it's your tab yet. It's more of concern about money. I guess I had to turn back in. Excuse me? Nothing. Are you, are you demanding payment? I didn't say anything. All right. I can, I can. Don't worry. Uh, I can handle whatever the night has to, to come back and pay these fucking bills. All right. So you, you head out and you're just wandering about? Yep. All right. Pretty well, much between the hours of 10 and 4 a.m. I'm just kind of stalking the streets, maybe sitting down in the tavern for a bit. Um. Uh, just to describe Caravans or Spite at night, I suppose, is just to liken it to, what is it? There, there is a phrase I'm going for here, but it's, 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 it's weird, I guess. What once was full of life or of merchants coming and going, kids playing, is now just empty. The carts are there, the track's still fresh, but life gone. Very ideal small town, but then suddenly it's all gone. Right. It's no one's out. Nothing's happening. If you do see anything, it's probably like a cat or, or something. You might see a skittering of something, maybe even a goblin. <laughs> I think uh, I actually kind of like breathe in that night air and kind of like feel like a weird sense of comfort that I don't feel in a lot of places with like the emptiness of it all. I would say that it's not like a lentis, though. Yeah. Uh, that has been always something happening somewhere somehow. Yeah. I think just kind of like peace in the night that's not, you know you know, you always have to watch your back. Yeah, you feel as... I don't know. Have you ever felt safe, though? Mm, not since leaving the city. Right. But yeah, so you do that. You walk around and such, and you come back to sleep. So in, on the morning, everybody awakens. And... Uh, Pier Gent plays. Yeah. <laughs> you, you handle your daily preparations, make prayers to your god, uh, re... You gain back all of your spells and spell points and limited use abilities and all of that great great champion stuff. powers strong yeah. strong cup of tea you get back uh spell points to use those. oh great hot uh uses of rage or whatever if you had limited uses of those um all of it comes back um as well as uh any hp if you're missing any you get i believe your level and constitution modifier or something along them lines something along them lines I had it written down somewhere, but I think it's on the I'm exploration. Still at full. It's at the on the exploration sheet I gave you there. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhere it mentions rest and what you get when you do it. You regain hit points equal to your constitution modifier, minimum one times your level. Just like in real life. Times your level. Yes, that's why I, I I remember. Yeah. So three. So if you're missing health, then you're times good. four for twelve. Were you were you injured? I got fucked up in that first fight with the bandit, I think. You actually had slept since then. You would have gotten back that 12 again. Yeah, yeah. so I'm back up at full. All right, cool, cool, cool. So, all right, what are you guys planning to do? Um, what are you guys doing in the morning? Step one, always make a cup of tea. All right. Um, and then heading outside to wait for the guys and see if they've gotten up yet or 
just kind of waving for them outside the tab- or outside the inn. Mike, what's uh what's a normal morning for Mac? What does he do? Mac gets up early, and he probably he he probably has some sort of physical routine that he does in the morning. You know, he does his prayers, he does his rites, and then. He shadow boxes. Uh, calisthenics. I mean, kind of shadow boxes, but he probably goes out. You know, he wants to find either like a field or just, so, you know, somewhere to be kind of connected to nature and uh, and take his trident and kind of run through his, his uh, what, what do they call it? The the kata, the moves, the, yeah. you know. Uh, for, for karate, yeah, kata. Yeah, basically. Forms. And, uh, you know, he's got his own, his own thing that he does there. And then um, you might run into him doing that. You might run into him on the way back. Yeah, I, I'd imagine, though, that... That's pretty early, though. It, it would be when you get back to the room, though, and you're all done, that's when Ruam might be waking up, maybe. But Ruam, what's a... Yeah. What, how do you roll out of bed? And I, I, I imagine it's a, very much a roll. It's a roll. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get out of bed, uh, maybe splash some water on my face. All right. And uh, make sure my axe is sharp, and that's about it. All right. So that's it, guys. You're all... <laughs> Starting this day, where do you go? What do you do? Um, I have some tea. If, some if, we're, if we're all back to kind of meeting up toward the town, then I'm going to catch room up and tell him that uh, Mac and I spoke last night. And yeah, we're probably all, you know, talking this over over breakfast. Right. Uh, the plan is to head out this morning toward Balin to investigate whatever trouble they're having. Um. I don't want to be gone from Caravan's Respite for more than a day or so in case um, anything kind of negative comes this way. You don't know how far Balin is. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm assuming maybe it's closer than it is. No, we talked about this. It's like a day's ride. A day's ride? Well, it's more than that. No. Uh, a day's ride was uh, Bear's Farmstead to the south. Then I will say, I'll, then I'll repeat, um... I don't want to be gone any longer than we need to. Right. Agreed. So if you want, you can uh, try and gather some knowledge about how far away Balin is. And maybe some horses. We already have our horses. Oh, yeah, yeah. sweet. We already described them in detail. I could use a lay on hands. Yeah, that's right. I could use a lay on hands, by the way. You didn't regain your shit from sleeping enough? No. Whoa. What kind of life you lead in there, buddy? <laughs> um, I think we can handle that. Well, with this dagger plus one, what is the plus one two? The plus one is to your to hit. Your damage doesn't get a plus one. It in fact, just becomes two damage dice. Oh, okay. So instead of, what is a, a dagger? A, a d4? It is a one d4. You now do two d4. Okay. Um, so yeah. But also a plus one to hit. Right, exactly. So if you guys want to, you can attempt a diplomacy check to uh, gather information, or you can just blindly go to Balin because you kind of know... All of us? Yeah, you guys could all uh, attempt gathering information. Um, Yes. Yeah, I'm going to head off and say, okay, let's split up. Let's meet back here in half an hour to an hour. I'm headed to the Adventure Hall and to talk to Mort to see what he knows. Everybody, let's each get a different lead and then come back, combine our knowledge, and set off. All right. I will give you a plus two conditional bonus to your uh, gather information check there. Because we're close friends now? Because you know, yeah. What kind of role should I be doing? A diplomacy check. Ha-ha. It's something I'm actually decent at, Will. Oh, is it? Hey, kind of. You don't got to be rude. <laughs> oh, I'm knocking everything over. Okay. 
Hot shit, I'm ready. Uh, well, whenever you are. Uh, I got a 14 on the dice. Plus six for diplomacy is 20. Plus two is 22 total. All right, you uh, you critically succeed. No, 22? 22. S- sorry, I only succeed. Okay, fuck. I, I was wrong. Um, and <laughs> he, what else? He withholds certain things. I got a 16 on the die, but I'm untrained in diplomacy. What is, what's your proficiency? Uh, okay. So 16 on the die, real quick. That no, Let's just knock that down to 12. Then you're, profic- you're level two, so we're knocking that to 14. What's and your charisma? charisma? One. Uh, we 15. Knock- 15. Yeah, you're good. Um, Mac, did you try? <laughs> uh, I did try. Um, that is a four on the die. Right. <laughs> he as, ac- he actually, as is tradition with me. He actually went to go find the racist guard from the beginning and ask him. <laughs> and be like, hey, pal, uh, you know anything about Balin? I have a uh, plus two to charisma, plus two to proficiency, and I am trained. You know what? That's good. So you don't critically fail, but you do fail. So you actually just spend your time um, talking with Tom. And at the end, you ask him, like, so, Balin. And he's like, oh, I've never been there. <laughs> but thank God we talked about <sighs> how to make the best scones for an hour. <laughs> right. Well, thank you for the lively conversation, Tom. So, um, Ruim, you actually go over to Maven. Uh, because you're like, well, what better place to go than to a bar? Yeah, he knows uh, me. And it's, he's serving drinks even though it's morning because he knows his clientele. He knows you. Yeah. <laughs> and so you go in there, sit at your usual spot, order another drink, and you're just asking and chatting and drinking. And then at the end, you're like, so we're off to Balin. He's like, oh, Balin, it's a two days trip. You sure you're okay with that? You got enough alcohol? Oh, yeah, my flask is full. Full enough for two days? Oh, yeah. It's a big flask. Um, and then for uh, Saren, you mm. just go over to Mort and you're, you're barging right in. Yeah. Uh, Claire's at the counter, but Mort's also uh, sitting at a table uh, reading. You uh, talk to him, ask him about where the Balin is, and he want, also proclaims it's two days travel to the north, a little bit off to the west. All right. Um, I'm going to say, you know, the next few days around town, be careful. I'll I'll stop in when I get back and you know, we can catch up. Before you leave, um can I get those papers? <clears throat> uh yeah. The ones that uh Julie left you. Yeah. I'm gonna unfold them. I think I just kinda like folded them, popped them in a like a, a side little satchel and then yeah. handed it to him. Um I'll, I'll see if there's anything I can make a connection here. I feel feel like I might with the just knowing this this town a little bit better, I might have a better grasp on these. Mm. Uh, can I do? I don't want to do like something out of character or metagamey. Um, but maybe you can make me roll for it or something. That going to reach in for the papers. Maybe I see the dagger and remember him telling me about its quality, and then also remember that I gathered other things. Um. I don't just want to be like, oh, I also ask him, like, what's this other thing and if it's special. But maybe, like, you know, doing a roll or just, like, as I'm seeing well, if you things want, in my pouch. If you want to, you can make a diplomacy check to request something of him if that makes you feel better, like you're you're making a Yeah, I a don't check. just want to, like, flat out be like, oh, hey, also, I just remembered I have this thing. Check it out. Sure. Um, <clears throat> then, yeah, uh, I would like, oh, gather information is a secret roll. Well, that's great. It's okay. Uh, do you um, want me to roll? Do you want to roll it then? No, request. No, gather, gather information was secret. But uh, request. <laughs> yeah, you can go ahead and make a request to someone that's friendly or helpful to you. It's going well. And you are. So uh, I got an 18 on the dice plus six. Dang. Um, We're very charismatic around here. 
So let me take a look here at what I would say. So what was the total? 24. 24. Um, yeah, he's friendly to you. I'd say it's an easy ask. So yeah, you do critically succeed. So he just agrees with all qualifications. Yeah, I'm basically my idea is that like I'm kind of like reaching into my waist and satchel to like grab the papers, and I see my dagger. Right. And I also maybe see like the cloak that I have tucked in into like you know a backpack, and go like, oh yeah, I also grabbed this, and um, maybe just like get it out real quick and say, oh before I leave, um, I uh, found this cloak with the same place i found the amethyst dagger can you look it over and see if there's any indicators on it or something of you know to indicate who it belonged to or if there were any associations or like groups right um the cloak yeah i kind of unfold it and like lay it out next to him and say i haven't really looked it over much but do you know if it's a special kind only worn by certain people or okay um for that, <clears throat> just to double check. So basically, I'm uh, seeing it again. It kind of fills me with a little bit of fear because I'm kind of remembering back to the person who wore it and had that kind of like tense alley meet. Right. So I'm going to for this one, since it's a bit of a actual uh, magic item, quite legitly. I want to I try and actually make him roll and identify magic check. Oh, shit. Get your good dice out, Mort. Well, we'll see. Um, I can't wait to set off. Part of me is still thinking about this cloak, and part of me is thinking about my beautiful gray horse. (laughs) Uh, Okay, let's see. Don't do me dirty, you old bitch. That that looks nice for you. Uh, It's level 10. Mort's level 10? No, no, the the item is... (laughs) Sorry, wait, I didn't say that. <laughs> Mort's a fierce old man. Okay, so he just succeeds. It does not critically so. Uh, for an item or location, you get a sense of what it does and learn any means of activating it. So <clears throat> he tells you, this cloak, uh, he gets a sense that it helps with stealth and uh, distractions. That it seems that you could... Uh, it allows you to cast uh, a certain spell called Ghost Sound as an innate arcane spell, as ah, well as being able to pull the cloak, the head over your, uh, the head of the cloak over you. Some call it a hood. Yeah, that's it. Pull the hood over your head and uh, be able to stealth better because you blend in with your background. So you get an item bonus to the stealth. It's a Harry Potter cloak. <laughs> Hey, the bonus. get your fucking Dumbledore's ready. It's bo- a Harry Potter cloak. <laughs> the bonus is a plus three to self. God damn. <laughs> Jesus. If you activate the cloak and pull the hood up, you also gain invisibility for a minute or until you pull the hood down, whichever comes first. He's telling me all this right now? Yes. I'm my. I'm kind of... To use it, though, you have to invest a resonant point and you also have to spend one to activate it. I don't know what the fuck that means. Let's exactly. Um, I'll right. explain resonance points soon. We'll have a brief aside so everybody can learn. All right. Um, then I'm kind of shocked and um, say that perhaps this organization that we know... No, I don't need to be coy anymore. <laughs> I'm going to say it sounds like this was somebody working higher up in the hand. Um, I believe last time I revealed that I used to be at least somewhat like kind of familiar or involved with them. Yeah. I'm going to mention, um, I, I don't 
no one that I have ever encountered from the hand has ever, you know, would have access to these kinds of weapons or cloaks. As an aside here, Eric, mm. would Siren be familiar with the gems of the hand? I think probably not. I think maybe he had like heard vague talk that there were people in charge of the people in charge. Like, oh, you know the, you know, you know the leaders, the blacks, they there's actually people above them, but no one ever talks about them and no one knows who they are and they could be fucking right next to you right now and you wouldn't even know. So, were you ever a black or were you just gray? Gray. Okay. And then you became an assassin after. Yeah, left so when I was. So, you most likely never really knew much no. about the structure. No. Okay. Well, um so you, what was your comment to Mort? That I was at least somewhat familiar with the hand itself and no one I knew would have been, you know, high up enough that would have carried items like this. Like and I guess I'm going to ask him are you, are we sure this was No, that's dumb. <laughs> because I I clearly know that they know me. And you I clearly guess, know. I guess I could like, you know, kind of start that sentence like, is there? And then just kind of trail off and say, you know, I I guess this is just an indication of clearly involved. Whatever they want, they want dearly. That is exactly what I'm thinking. I'm I'm assuming I'm wearing a cloak kind of currently. Oh oh yeah, most definitely. You probably all have like cloaks. a travel cloak kind of thing. I'm gonna yeah. kind of uh whip it off. Don't look, anybody. Don't look at me. Um, but I'm going to take it off and, uh, you know, kind of fold it neatly into, slide it into the backpack and then um, slip on the the newer cloak that I have and see kind of if it fits or if I feel any different. We'll take a quick pause to charge any devices we may have. If you have devices at home, we recommend you charge them as well. Important not to run out of battery at a crucial time. So, real quick, let's have a discussion of what resonance points is, just so you can quickly understand that what you're doing. Give me is... a sixty-second description, because I need to get on this beautiful fucking horse. Elevator pitch. <clears throat> right. Resonance points are just points that you have access to as uh, all, all characters. It's equal to your level plus your charisma modifier. These points are fresh during any daily preparations. You already had them for today. You already had your daily preparations for today. What's so my max? It. Your max would be whatever your charisma modifier is plus your level. That's how many you Six. have. That's your pull. That's how I many. Got it. All right. Moving they, on. How do they recover? Uh, daily preparations. You already perfect. Done? Okay. Moving on. How many do I gain back for each daily preparation? All. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> most items must either be activated with resonance points whenever you want to use the item, or invested with it before you unlock their ongoing effects. So this is an invested item. As you put it on. You use one. In-game, in yeah, you're, you're losing one. Okay. In-game, you kind of feel like a sense of connection with this item as you whoa, put it on. Whoa, But it drains you slightly as you do so. Yeah, it does. How's the fit, Will? Yes. Will, it, how's the fit? It fits perfectly. Whoa. Uh, as it does. Whoa. Do I feel any different besides connected and slightly drained? You feel like you have access to a, uh, a new ability. Do I feel sneakier? Uh, not until you pull the, no, it just only blends you in. So it's not something that you would feel it's, you can't see it. Okay. But you feel a sort of like you, you have a mastery over, you could use this if you want to, to use this, as I was just mentioning, you got to use it. You can either use it with a focus activation, which is the, uh, innate ghost sound. So you just think about doing that, that mm. in game and you would 
cast a spell. Also an operate, which would require you to use the interact action, which is an action to pull the hood up. Okay. As well as to activate the power. The hood. Okay. Works for me. Then I'm going to thank Mort for everything and say that I plan to be back in no more than five, six days, hopefully no more than a week. And when I get back, I look forward to catching up with you. Let's see here. I think there's actually a festival coming up. I love festivals. I feel like we're playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> right now, it's the second of the month. Uh, on the eighth, there's a harvest festival. Goddamn, six days. We might miss it. We'll hopefully be back. I need to harvest. So yeah, he he mentions like, do be uh if you miss. Oh no, he he goes. Well, sounds like you'll be gone for a while. Hopefully, you'll be back in time for the harvest festival. It should be a good one this year. I hope so. We need a little bit of cheeriness with this dreary, dreary news. And with that, you you uh, meet back up with your fellow friends. You guys all discuss uh, how long it takes to get there, all I right. assume. And you guys set off, right? Yeah. Do yeah. the other boys notice my new cloak? Uh, it's up to them. Does it? I mean, I'm assuming my previous one was kind of like a travel cloak, maybe kind of like brown or like you know tan or kind of like beat up a little bit. This one seems a little fancier. It does look like a fine cloak. What color is it, Will? What color would you like it to be? I'm thinking jet black. Sure. Yeah, so when you walk in, Max going to basically look at you and go, did you do some shopping? Uh, Yes. Yes. <clears throat> well, I suppose we all deserve to look nice once in a while. Uh, I suppose, yes. Uh, I want to be prepared for whatever we could face in Balin. And, and that will help you with this, yes? I'm hoping so. Well, what do you think, Room? Does he look good? Look pretty. All right, let's just get to the stables. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Is it I, more awkward than you I, thought it I would be? I initially wanted the attention, and as soon as I got it, I was like, ugh, <laughs> this sucks. So, yeah. Then well, we I, don't know it's magic. I'm like, taking, just... like any teenage girl, as soon as you got what you wanted, you're like, I didn't yeah. want it anyway. Uh, <laughs> let's head off to the stables, and then I want to just, you know, grab the horses, jump aboard, and set off for... Balin. All right, you guys mount up and you head out through the north gate. Um, as you do, that you recognize the guards, but it doesn't. You, you're past them before they can, you know, mention anything. We're not even towards, walking. <clears throat> We're at a full trot. You yeah. gallop. Yeah, before they can mention anything racist towards Mac, at least just the one. He wouldn't listen anyway. Mac or the <laughs> great Foley. Mac <laughs> totally didn't sound like peeing. <laughs> hey, hey guys, we all gotta go sometimes. So, yeah. I told you to go before we left, Room. Everybody pees. <laughs> Room drinks so much his pee is also just alcoholic. It's true. That, that can't be a good sign. <laughs> so yeah, we are heading off toward Balin. I think along the way we can kind of just briefly discuss. I'll probably pull that letter out again and reread it just to see. Have you shown anyone that letter? I think I, maybe I didn't show, but I gave the kind of summary of it to the party. But yeah, while we're writing side by side, I'll kind of... Um, Pass it over and just say, uh, Matt, give this a read. We need to be fully aware of what we're going into. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Hmm. It's just one page. <laughs> it essentially uh, remarks about how the hand is uh, sent operatives into the surrounding area and bids all surrounding thieves to either cooperate or stay out of the goddamn way. Have you talked to Mac about the hand before? 
I think you know the word. You've heard the name, the hand, but just as a no, just kidding. Um, <laughs> he's actually from out of the town. Remember, he's from across oh. the mountains, and has only briefly been in here. Then, Even in fact, Ruam. I think anybody who isn't in that world, mm. if you did Natharius and unsmuggled or or something, maybe you've heard of the hand. But if you've lived just a normal life, right, or a righteous life, or a soldier's life, or any sort of life that isn't thievery. Or thievery adjacent. Yeah, the Mac probably hasn't really Is heard. Is bartender yeah. thiev- thievery adjacent? You might have heard rumors. You might have heard like a whisper here or there. But you probably, you wouldn't, you might just brush it off as like, oh, that's just some rumors from the West. Okay. Um, then yeah, I think that all Mac knows is that I have a pretty, um, you know. Sorted past. Sorted yeah. past would be the way to put it. And, um, you know, we've, we've, we've spent a lot of time traveling together, fighting together. And I think he knows that things, you know, we're not good where I came from and that I left for a reason. So yeah, reading over the the letter, he's probably just going to look at it and, and probably be a bit curious about that and, and just ask you this. Have you heard of this organization that it speaks of the hand? I, this is new to me. Uh, here and there. Um, some talk of it more like a guild and some talk of it more just as a simple gang. But some sort of organized crime. Exactly. Uh, whatever you think of them as, they clearly have their sights set on expansion wherever they may find it. I mm. shall cut off their hands with my axe, and they will be called the nubs. Did you drink <laughs> before we left? Always. Rome, I appreciate your enthusiasm, but as always, it is a bit misguided. <laughs> I yeah, I'm I'm gonna just kind of you know. I guess I probably Mac probably passed the letter to Ruam, and then once he passes it to me, just kind of putting it away and just saying, "Let's focus on the journey before we get too ahead of ourselves." I remember there were actually was a iteration in I think D and D where barbarians were illiterate; they could not read. <laughs> it's passed it, to Ruam, and he goes, "Hmm, yes." I know some of worrying. these words. Well, no, I was about to bring that up. If Ruin wants, he can make that decision for himself. But I feel like Scott, as a bartender, your, can you your would, character read? I can read. Yeah, I think he would. But but just maybe I wanted not, to put maybe that not there. Well, maybe not like maybe prob- not. No, I'm no, not great. Don't don't, don't make you character probably decisions don't spell for, real well. Maybe he's like, yeah, I don't know some of these things. <laughs> don't make character decisions for Scott. Scott, you can decide how well your character reads. Thanks. If if at all. But you got to roll for spelling. Maybe maybe. Do I? No, maybe deep into his past, <laughs> he he found a love for stories and you know taught himself to read a little yeah. bit better in his off time and smoke breaks behind the bar, in secret, so that the other bartenders who were illiterate wouldn't make fun of him. So uh, a D and D joke about spell checks. The only spell checks you got to roll for in D and D are identify magic. Ooh. All right, <clears throat> I don't get it, and I'm upset. Ooh. Someone out there laughed. All right. A single just wasn't in this room. In the darkness. If a tree falls in a forest and no one hears it, does anyone care? The tree does. All right, we're traveling. If on. If a nerd laughs in his room in it in somewhere and we don't hear it, does anyone care? The nerd does. I'm sorry, nerd. We love you. <laughs> hey, will we travel on? Okay, so cue travel travel montage. So you guys, <laughs> you're just going through. All right, you uh, pass Ooh. along the same uh, we road gotta, you did. We got a convoy. <laughs> So you pass along the same road you've you've done thus far. Uh, you you've been on this road before, is what I mean to say. Mm. I'm doing it really bad, but uh, 
you get to the site where you had seen uh, the messenger and the horse. Uh, by this time, there's maybe some blood left, but the body and the horse carcass and all the goblins are probably gone by now. Nature takes its course. Ew. Trash children. <laughs> you don't know it was them. I have a feeling. All right. Uh, make your assumptions as you will, but there are other creatures in these forests. Mm. So as you continue forward, uh, what was an open road becomes more of a forested road, and you come to a fork in it. Uh, you know by this time, at least, that one path you had taken to get to the bandit a- ambush, the other is on its way to Balin by the way that you would assume, considering that this messenger didn't pass you by at the ambush point. Mm. Yeah, then I think I also know from speaking to Morth that yeah, you have it's, a, it's guys. toward this direction. Yeah. yeah, it's to the west. This this path went off to the west. So we're heading to the west, and I am I think in general as we ride, I'm kind of taking point up ahead a little bit to keep an eye out on things as we continue down the path. Onward. Okay, so are there any exploration tactics that you wish to employ, or are you just hustling? Uh, I don't think hustling necessarily. Hus- oh, hustling is moving faster. Are you just wandering? I mean, every day we're doing it. Every day I'm um, hustling. I, no, definitely not hustling, which is fatiguing, you'll find. Right. If you do it for 10 minutes, you'll be fatigued. But you could do it for nine and then wait nine minutes to do it again. Kind of a thing. No, I, I would say we're just wandering. Standard standard path, not too fast. Um, All right. Okay. Um, and, and as you can proceed, it's, it's a pretty standard day for today. You make it as far as you can, which is still in the forest at this point, before it starts to grow dark or as you guys start to get tired. It's been about eight hours. You guys didn't really start at the morning. You guys took your time going other places, spent an hour here or there. Yeah. So it starts to get, it's starting to get dark. It isn't dark yet, but you can see that the sun is starting to crest. How are you guys going to move forward? Um, do you push through the night? All right. I'm going to so, be honest. I'm very drunk right now. <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you, you drink a lot of rum. Don't you have work tomorrow? <laughs> Shut up. Hot damn, Scott. <clears throat> all right you weren't um, supposed to drink it all in one go i think a few hours after the sun sets and kind of as night has definitely fallen on the forest i'm going to well the forest has definitely gotten darker even right. before it became night right once we completely sense that it is night i'm i'm not as worried um with low light vision and all but keeping in mind my party a few hours into the darkness i'm going to say i think that's enough for the day let's kind of pull off to the side head a good hundred feet or so into the uh, forest, we'll say to the right, and then uh, find a you know find what clearing we can and establish camp there. Aye, whoa, horses! All right, um, everybody, make a survival check real quick. Then fuck yeah, rolling dice. God, I'm so horny for survival. Fuck yeah, keeping with the trend. <laughs> keeping with the trend. I got an eighteen on the dice plus three. I am used to the travel. I got a three on the die. What do you add to that? Um, well, I'm untrained. Uh-oh. <laughs> what's your... Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. What's your wisdom? Plus two. So you're at a solid one. What's your proficiency? <laughs> Plus zero. That that can't be right. What's your level? Uh, Two. So you're up at probably like a solid three? Oh, dope. I don't have to be at work until noon. Yeah. Great. You can yeah. sober up. All right. So going... Yeah, Going across, what did you roll for survival, Ruam? Three. Bullshit. To- total? Not total. Are uh, you trained in it? What modifier am I adding? For are survival? you trained in it? 
let's see. Uh, okay, yes. Uh, plus, uh, plus two, plus two more, right? Uh, until we fix, are you, so, are until you we trained? fix character sheets, just tell us if you're trained. I'm trained. Okay, so probably four. So probably seven total. Seven. seven. Total. All right, and you were <laughs> twenty-one. Right. Um, <clears throat> I feel like these dice you gave me just hit the eighteens all day. They are good. I like them. So, and uh, you were three. Yeah, I, I feel the opposite. Yeah, I got a three. I'm going to very quickly... You don't and have I'm, to use those dice. And I'm untrained. Yeah. I'm going to very quickly... I rolled an 18 and a 19 on this on this die before we started playing. I'm that's a, what you That's what you did wrong. You I rolled wasted all, them. You rolled all your good ones. I wasted them. Yeah. Hey, first rule of uh, you know playing D&D or Pathfinder or any other game that you roll dice. Don't roll unintentionally. You're just going to use up all your good dice. I'm going to very quickly set a, set out to kind of uh, tossing together, you know, 12 to 15 to 20 rocks in a circle. No, no. Let, let me explain what getting happens. Getting timber, setting out room for bed rolls. So you guys are trying to find a place to bed down. Then this is what the roll's for. It's not for setting up your camp. Oh, okay. Yet. Just really quick. I'll handle the success. You, you do succeed very well, but you don't, you don't critically succeed there, Saren. But you do find a nice little place off to the side it's off the road it there looks to be sort of like a stone cave kind of like forming up against a tree trunk so it's definitely sheltered and it's out of the way okay uh as you do uh you're looking around um you kind of notice that your other two friends are missing it doesn't take long for you to easily find room but you do not know where to find uh, I'm just going to do a quick shout out then for like just chatting into the horse, like not as loud as I can, but fairly loud, just chatting Mac. Do, do I hear him? <laughs> I mean, you definitely do hear him, but uh, so Mac, you hear Sarah and shout your name as you start to realize your situation. You were wandering off to the side, uh, looking for a place to bed down. You saw some bushes off that had some berries as you went to go. You slipped and you fell forward into what was a sort of pit or something. You just slipped right into it and there was vines. You were tangled up. Great. So, and I, sort of suspended and you just you just can't get out. And I, I without I, aid. I can't? I mean you're in heavy armor. You could you're definitely able to make che- checks here. I'm just I'm saying statistically you have to make Yeah, like, this is embarrassing. I wanna just can I just like all right, can so, I get out of can I so fight to get out of this? Or what, what is this? A strength a, check? Right. Essentially, it's a grappled condition. I'm a strong boy. You can try to break the grapple via athletics or de- uh, acrobatics. I'm going to have to go with athletics. I Yeah, I agree. You really should. And I've been rolling awesome tonight, so let's see how this goes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm rating this as a hard thing for you to do because you are actually quite uh, tangled up. That almost went way worse for you. It, it so, did. <laughs> so you tell me how you did. Uh, I got a seven on the die. Okay. Best roll of the night so far. Great. Um, How'd I do? Seven total? Depends on what your or, athletics what is. What would you get? Oh, I'm trained in athletics. Oh, yeah. yeah. What is your total athletics modifier? Um, I have a plus four to strength. I am trained. And I have a plus two proficiency. So plus six. Yes. So your seven on the die turns into a 13. Yes. Lucky 13. So you don't critically fail. But you, you do, do fail. fail. So you, you try to wriggle. You try to like, you know, get enough movement to break some of these vines. But you find that you're just right now not able to uh, 
get enough leeway uh, to, to exercise uh, my strength. You can try again, though. You, uh, didn't, you didn't critically fail and make your situation worse. All right, I'll try one more time. All right. Before, so, before calling out So for a help. few more seconds tick by as you're trying to struggle free. Make me another uh, break grapple check. <laughs> God, you fucking kidding me. I got a five on the die. Okay. Uh, so that's 11. That's 11. That's a fail. Okay, still a fail, but still not a critical fail. Once again... At this point, Max is getting a little <laughs> defeated, and he's Siren, over here, Siren. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk room back to the clearing I found and stop and light a quick fire for him, <laughs> and say, find within twenty, thirty feet of here small pieces of wood and continue feeding this until I get back. You're gonna need to make me a survival check over there, room. Fucking. I'm like giving these idiots like clear instructions. <laughs> like take this axe and cut this branch off. Oh, it's it's a very easy check. Siren's like a Boy Scout leader. <sighs> that's a that's a fifteen on a trip with a bunch of ruly eleven year olds. You do in fact succeed to get firewood. I Hooray! <laughs> uh, and so Siren, you are making your way towards uh, the, the voice I hear of Mac. I'm just going to say, you know, I'm going to say, Mac, I can hear you continue making some kind of noise so that I can follow it. <laughs> and I've got low light vision, so I'm kind of keeping an eye out for what's around me. Over this way, warmer, warmer, colder. No, oh, turn left over here. Yeah, yes, closer. It's a great bit as he's in the vines, in, in the bushes over here. Angrily walking around. <laughs> so you make it over towards a bush that had some berries on it. Okay. And uh, you hear his voice just beyond it. As you look beyond, you do not see anything. You move move forward, push the bush out of the way, and down below, uh, there seems to be like just a sharp drop into what was just a bunch of vines and such, and tangled up. It's a very defeated-looking half-orc. Not a word. I just need a hand. I'm going to throw my backpack off my shoulder, <laughs> grab the climber's kit, Hook up a quick tire on my waist and kind of um, rappel down. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna whip out that new dagger that I have mm -hmm. in hand, and I'm gonna turn and kind of just cut away at the clear vines that I have until I can reach him. Yeah, uh, it doesn't. It's quite trivial to do this with a dagger. Um, you can just cut right through the vines. It takes you seconds, uh, maybe even a minute, to get to where you can easily now free Mac from his <laughs> viney situation. All right, I'm gonna free him and say. Wait here, 10 seconds, I'll be up at the top, I'll toss the rope down and anchor it to something stronger to hold you, and then I'll give you a signal and you climb up. He's not that far off from the ground, though. His fall would... I was going to say, is there not another way up? Damage. Yeah, he, you can... Oh, okay. You can also... I didn't know how deep this was. Yeah, it, 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 was just sharp, it was just a sharp sort of like suddenness. Like an incline? To it, but it wasn't that far down. Okay. Sorry, I should have been more descriptive. Thank you, friend. I, I'm going to cut him away. Don't, don't tell Rome. And say, if Room has any goddamn sense, the fire will be going when we get back. Uh, you left him with fire? He, the fire was already lit. All you have to do is just keep feeding it, Room. Okay. That's all you have to do. Did you? Did you? I did. I did that. Okay. I, I imagine yeah. us getting He didn't him. ask you to. Yes, I did. You said just get the firewood. But did you? <laughs> I kept the fire going. Okay. I, I imagine getting within 50 feet and seeing him like kind of like staring at it. And then like slowly like standing up and like uncorking his flask and like pouring a little bit in the fire and watching it. <laughs> And then sitting back down. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm sorry. Would you ever waste alcohol like that? Room? I would not. Yeah, I don't. Okay. Didn't didn't fit his character. Then a couple minutes later, I'm walking back up with Mac, and uh, looking out and kind of see the fire and approach it. 
and and you guys do that. You all joined back together. It was a great, great adventure. Yay. All right. You, you all feel slightly better for no it. No one to please wander off beyond this, like the the light of the fire. You spend an entire hour just putting out like a perimeter of stones, like stay on this side of these stones. I'm just going to quickly before we go to bed, um, gather enough wood or so to keep the kind of fire going. I'm staying in the in the area around. And then um, after I feel like I've kind of amassed enough firewood, uh, laying out my bedroll and then telling the rest of the band, like, you guys can sleep. I'll uh, keep watch till dawn and then do a we can swap. quick rest and then uh, we can be off toward the morning. Room to slow down with that. So quite honestly, you guys only need six hours of sleep a night. Yeah. Eight is preferred, but you can only get away. You can get away with six. You can get away with less than that. Trust me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. easily, uh, Saren could take the first four mm. of watch. Uh, one of you guys can sleep. I can take the first six. It's not a big deal. But no, you still need to take uh, four, four hours hour of rest. rest. Yeah. So one of you guys can sleep for six hours. The other four wake up, keep watch for two hours as Saren goes to sleep. Wake the other guy up at the end of the six hours and take your next two. We do that. We do that. <laughs> we do that. Great. We're all, I'm all glad how, that you How guys... did the night go? Oh. Fast forward. That, that's, a good, that's a good question. How Sorry. did the night go? I'm like just... And during my watch, I'm just patrolling around within the light of the campfire. Um, dagger in hand, the new one, trying to like kind of feel the weight of it and like spinning it a little bit in my hand and grasping it, taking a couple swings. Just kind of getting used to it as I walk around. I'm nervous. Those are all the enemies he's writing down. <laughs> Suddenly, 18 wolves burst forth. <laughs> More wolves than you've ever seen in one place at a time. All the wolves. It looks like an exhibit at a zoo. Some of the wolves have two heads. There are so many of them. <laughs> one larger wolf the size of a small car. <laughs> Seems to be their leader. He's a wolf the size of he a... He wears a cloak and speaks perfect English. <laughs> He asked He's you casting how, spells. He asked you how, how your day was. <laughs> he has a backpack. All right, guys. I want all of you, really mm. quickly, right now, to yeah. just roll a d20. It doesn't oh, matter. Sure. Don't add anything. Just just you tell me what you get. Oh, it's so good. It's always so good. <laughs> I don't think I've rolled above a 10. I don't think I've b- rolled below like a 15. Oh, I mean, who, who got the lowest, man? You uh, tell, 17? I got a 4. I got a 19. All right. Well, that's not including anything. So, just a D20. Yeah, not, not including yeah, just anything. Flat four. So, obviously, Siren had first watch. Who had second? I'll go with second. So, on the third watch. That would be me. Oh, yeah. No, it def- definitely is. What am, I, what am I doing to you? What am I doing? You're letting me sleep peacefully. I don't think I am. I don't want to overuse those guys. You're letting me find some sparrow eggs in the morning. No, let's make it a little bit of a, yeah. We have a little cafe at work, and just about every morning I'll go over there and get some bacon, a couple eggs, maybe some toast. It's like three bucks. It's awesome. I gotta start eating there. Come by. It's open. That sounds lovely. It's open in public. But we we have to be at work so early. To... I don't give a fuck. If they're open at like six, I'll be there. Yeah, I think so. All right, guys. So here it is. Don't ask how. The uh, same trash children you encountered before. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. They're trash parents. No. No. <laughs> no that would be funny. Um, instead, uh, I would like you 
Me? You, yes. Me. Mac. You, Mac. I need you to make me a perception check. Because didn't, you're, I just, you're, you're, didn't I just fail that? No. You failed the, the just straight check of who got who got fucked. Okay. So do all that that makes sense. Come on, you can do it, Mac. That's a crack die. You then re-roll it. But it's so close to a natural twenty. Uh you decided it was cracked. You could have just lied. I know, but I'm honest. Fuck! You could fail? It's a two. Right. That's next to a twenty. I shouldn't be that loud. I'm being way too loud. So, uh, as far as you're concerned, everything is fine. Good. Until. Good. Everything's fine. (laughs) Until. It's a beautiful beautiful night. Pretty much dawn by now. Can you explain to me what you're doing on your watch, just so I get a better idea of this? I mean, at this point, Mac is hanging out by the fire, sitting on a log. Yeah. Are you whittling? Staring up at the sky, staring up at the stars, deep in thought. Staring up. Very Listen, good. Listening to the crickets. It's got to be close to dawn by now. Except there are no crickets, which is odd. It, that would be odd. There were crickets at the beginning yeah. of your watch. No, there were crickets a minute there ago. There were crickets. So, you know, at, That's weird. As soon as, as soon as you start to think that, as soon as you start to realize that something just may not add up in this little area, you, you feel a sudden force push you over. As uh, right above you, you see a uh, a dark panther. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> and quick, to the side, you see two more. Oh, God. And we'll break there. No. I need to warn them. I need to wake them up. Yeah, you he, do. He has enough time to look over and see Ruam snoring and Siren deep in meditation. <laughs> and, two, and panthers. And panthers. All right, all. Thank you for joining us for what was quite an RP heavy episode. I hope to, next episode will be fun. It's going to be Panthers versus the group. If only they knew it was coming. If only they were paying attention. It's if okay. only. Florida hasn't been that good this year. I think we'll be okay. Uh, your yeah. your nerd your fucking sports jokes get silenced. Anyway, thank you all for I joining us on this adventure. Panthers were a, a team. It's okay. I, I didn't know I, this. I I, ba- I only I don't know why I even knew that because I don't I don't follow sports ball. Is that what they're calling it? Sports ball now? Sports ball. I, yeah. I mean, I I wasn't paying attention. To be Look, there's some kind of sports the ball future. team. I know that. Okay. The future. So yeah, join us next week uh, when we continue on the Balin. It, well, hopefully we'll see how many survive this. We'll continue on the Balin and. Uh, Find out more about what's happening in Caravans Respite after. Join us next week when the Caravans Respite 3 take on the Florida Panthers. That's not the football music. That's National Geographic. That's Mutual Wild Kingdom. I thought I was doing the football music. I blame this episode on Rob. Let's go. Do you want so to thank everybody and, and, and fucking... I want to thank Rum. And name us out before we... <laughs> before I mean, the music let's, starts. let's thank Rum. Sure. Let's, let's thank Rum. <laughs> thank let's you, thank Rum. Kahlua. Let's thank... Anyway, um, thank the... you all for joining us again, like I was mentioning. And next week, we'll we'll continue on this. Uh, it's been a pleasure to be able to at least do this. We all love... This. I had fun. So, yeah, we all have fun. Bye, guys. Join us again. Uh, make sure to tell your friends or, you know, just, just grab them. Force them to listen. And if they, you know, if, if they still don't like it, force them to listen to just another one and just keep doing it. Just act like you're taking them somewhere and just put them in the car and put it on and just, turn the volume up and just force it into their ear holes. Yeah, just tell them you're going for ice cream. 
Everybody will just jump but get, into get that their cock. consent first. Yeah, get, consent's important. Get consent for ice cream. Yeah, not yeah. for the podcast. I'm right. I always consent for ice cream. If you haven't stuck around past the you music, you never know they could be lactose intolerant. If you haven't stuck around past the music, stick around. There's goodies back there. I think we're I think we're, we're past the music at this point. Good. <laughs> the music could have come in at any time. In fact, hit the music. All right, guys, I'm hitting the music. I don't hear music. Thank you again for listening to this podcast and this episode and hopefully all of the other episodes as well. This is everybody's favorite segment at the end where I basically say thank you and tell you where you can find stuff. And to make it more exciting, I have everybody else crammed into the booth here with me. We're we're just all asses to elbows here. (laughs) We're full on asses to elbows. Asses to elbows in moral support. I appreciate it. So, first of all, like we said, thank you for listening. And if you want to share this, get it out to more people. We are on iTunes. Or, if you prefer the indie route, you can go to uh, journeyman.podbean.com. That's our host, where all the episodes are up there. It you sounds, can get the wrist feed. It sounds just like the iTunes, except you don't have to go through If anything. you use some fancy third-party yeah. podcast listener device. Yeah. So, that works. Uh, if you want to actually get a hold of us, contact us. Check out what cool shit we have going. Uh, we've got an Instagram, which is at the Journeyman Pod. There's all kinds of cool dice stuff going up there and pictures. So follow that. Check it out. We also have a Twitter, which is at the Journeyman Pod. And isn't it nope. Journeyman nope. underscore Pod? Oh, nope. I was going to mess got it, it up. wrong. Journeyman underscore Pod. We chose these all to be different purposely. <laughs> we also have Facebook, which is just Journeyman Pod. Uh, all one word and then emailing if you want to kind of keep it old school and reach out I check it daily it goes right to my phone you want to send me a recipe you do it I'm going to see it it's, send foods it's the journeyman pod you, you can download foods at gmail.com right? absolutely and I think that's pretty much the most of it maybe we'll kind of consolidate this it will it all on the side. why don't you go download me a hoagie <laughs> I will but first I want to thank one more time the roll music from the former free music archive everybody go find it out check it, it was- out it's cool chiptune shit All right. Thank you all. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Bye.